What's up, y'all? Do you use Azure DevOps Server or services? Have you ever needed to move work items to different projects, subscriptions, or servers? If so, then you don't want to miss our next episode of DevOps Lab, where Martin Dinsalud will talk to us about the Azure DevOps migration tool. Welcome to the DevOps Lab. Today, we have a very special guest and my good friend, Martin, and we're going to be talking about moving work items around in Azure DevOps. What is up, Martin? How's it going? It's going pretty good. Uh, I'm stuck in lockdown in the UK. Yeah. Uh, we're, in, we're in total, full, complete, utter lockdown. Uh, wow. You're not even allowed to go beyond five miles from your house at the moment. Wow, wow, wow. So we are not quite in lockdown in the States, but I haven't set foot out of my house for, I think, about a year now. Um, so before we dive in, why don't you tell our viewers a little bit about yourself, Martin? Yeah, sure. Uh, my, my name's Martin Hinchwood. I'm a, I'm, actually, I'm a professional Scrum trainer with Scrum.org. I'm a professional Kanban trainer, and I'm also a Microsoft MVP. Um, I would normally say in DevOps, you know, there's not really such a category, but uh, I like to pretend there is, uh, but I've been a Microsoft MVP for 13 years, I think. 13 years. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, how I know you. Yeah. That's how I met you as well. That's right. That's right. All right, man. So moving work items around, what's up with that? What's the problem? How can you help us with that? Well, it's, a, it's actually a problem that, that Microsoft has actually tried to solve in the past. Um, we had a work item migrator before. Um, that that was very complicated um, and lots of people had trouble with it. And it actually migrated source code as well, which is probably what made it the most complicated. Um, but lots of people want to move partial projects uh, from on-premise to Azure because they can't move everything. They're not allowed in their organization. Um, or maybe they started down the route of one team project to rule them all. Uh, unfortunately, I think I started that one, uh, but one team project to rule them all. Um, and then they want to, they've realized it's a bit too big and they want to split it out into smaller projects. Or they went the opposite route and they had loads of people working on one product in multiple team projects and they want to put them into one. They want to merge them all together. Yeah. So, so the big so the big problem that we have right now, or for a while, for a long time now, is that people that are using Azure DevOps, whether it's server or service, once you've created your project and you started adding work items in there, it's really hard or almost impossible to move them to either like another subscription, another server, or even another project, right? Exactly. It 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 there are since I built my tool, there are a number of things that have made that easier. Uh, you can move work items between uh, projects inside of the same uh, uh, org, uh, but you have to do it one work item at a time. Uh, so it's good for, I made a mistake and created it in the wrong place, uh, but it's not good uh, for, I've got 50,000 work items over here and I would prefer they were over here. Yeah, so you've got a tool that can help with this migration of work items, right? Yes, I do. Um, I actually uh, started work on it in uh, 2016. Cool. Um, worked for uh, quite a while on it, and I decided just to make it open source because um, 
then I maybe get some help, maybe get some feedback from other people. Um, and over the last uh, uh, few years, I can't do math anymore. I think it's COVID brain. Uh, yeah. But over the, since since then, uh, we've had actually over eighty contributors uh, and uh, like a hundred and sixty pull requests come in wow. for people making changes, uh, making fixes. Uh, I know a number of large uh, consulting organizations that I'm good friends with that have taken forks of it uh, and do their own thing as well. Um, I think it's it's just it's just filled a little niche uh, and been very popular with with people. That's awesome. So why don't you show us a little bit, like show us how we can get the tool, how we can use it, things like that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, so uh, I have up here the uh, Veil Studio Marketplace. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're in the Azure DevOps side, you can uh, uh, look up uh, the tools that, that I have built. Uh, and a couple of them are to do with process templates uh, and processes. Um, so if I go into the migration tools, which you can just search for migration tools and you'll find it. Mm -hmm. um, this is really just a placeholder page. You you don't integrate it with your, your system. Uh, you kind of run it separately. Um, it has to be a very long running tool. I don't know if you've ever, have you ever migrated 50,000 things from one place to another? It generally have. doesn't happen quickly. Um, and if you think about the way a work item is constructed, uh, you've got revisions for that work item. Uh, you've got attachments, you've got links, uh, you've got all kinds of things going on, and we need to to, to bring all of those things across. Um, so if you click on Get Started, it will actually just take you to our, our documentation, um, and it take you to the Getting Started page, um, and you'll be able to install it off of Chocolaty. Uh, that's the easiest way to do it. You nice. can just go download the source files, not the source files, the binaries uh, from our Git repo, um, but uh, going to to uh, Chocolaty is the easiest way to get it. But I do know that some people don't really like it very much, uh, but uh, it is there. Um, if you're inside of a firewall, you might need to get somebody else to download them for you. Uh, that has happened before. Um, but if I go to uh, the Git repo itself, um, you'll see that we've actually had 437 releases uh, nice. of our product over the over the years. Um, and you can just go download the latest version. Once you have it installed, <coughs> um, it is not the easiest tool to run, okay? Um, I do have a, a whole bunch of warnings on here around it's not designed for a novice. You better know how the APIs work before you start. Yeah. Um, something we've found is this is a complex problem. Uh, people have lots of weird stuff they've done in TFS and Azure DevOps. Over the years, there's lots of different versions, um, and sometimes you need to tweak the code for exception handling um, because it's really built and supported by people who are doing migrations. So that only copes with what they've had to deal with. Um, but it is uh, um, fairly straightforward. We actually use a um, JSON file uh, to configure it. Uh, so you run the JSON file, and it does all the, the, the bits for you. Um, if you go to the tools folder, uh, which is uh, tools uh, slash migration tools, uh, you can just run migration.exe and type init, uh, and it will run the tool and it will create an empty configuration file uh, that's all set up for us and uh, more or less uh, ready to go. And um, while that's doing that, which it, it's finished already, I have a here's one I prepared earlier, mm -hmm. Abel. 
like any good cooking show, uh, we need to have have something prepared. Um, so this is uh, uh, the config file. It actually has a, a check in it because we do change the config file format quite a lot. It does have a version check in it. Um, you need to go update that manually if you're updating it. Uh, but we set up a, a source server. Where are we going to get the data from? Mm -hmm. um, here you just put in the the details. Th this works with any the source works with any version of TFS from 2010 onwards. Wow. Um, okay. All the way up. Um, you might have trouble with TFS as a target if it's mm -hmm. TFS 2010, yeah. uh, but uh, I think that's 2012 onwards, but as a source, you can do 2010. So this works for those really old migrations that you don't really want to touch the server as well. Yeah. Uh, we have three modes of authentication uh, in this access token, uh, which is the most popular one now, uh, but you can also do prompt, and you just get a prompt to log in uh, using your Azure credentials or your desktop credentials and Windows login for those people on TFS. Yep. Uh, yes, that is a real uh, personal access token. I will be deleting it uh, after the show. Um, and then, so you get your 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 source, uh, your target. It does support um, TFS from different languages as well. Uh, so it has a little language map for the for the for the words we need uh, that might be in a different language inside of the system. Okay. Um, and then you set up one or more processors. Uh, here I've got the very default uh, processor. I have barely changed it from uh, how it came out of the box. Uh, yeah. But there are a couple of things that are very useful here. Um, you can choose to replay revisions or not. Okay, mm -hmm. if you've got a lot of work items, replaying revisions can take a long time. So you can slow things down. So you can configure everything here, and you can put in a little Wickle query here as well mm -hmm. uh, to help you control uh, the scope of your your migration as well. Uh, I quite often, and this is a, a good tip, I'll do all the open work items that have been changed in the last ninety days first. Sure. Run through that, then people can get working while we work on the backlog of uh, things and leave all the closed stuff till last because most people don't really care. Right? That's the majority of people don't care. Mm -hmm. So there's so many different options in here. I'm definitely not going to uh, go through them all. Sure. Um, it, it, a lot of them are self explanatory, they're reasonably well documented. Mm -hmm. uh, I will caveat that with reasonably. Uh, but good things like, do you want to migrate attachments? Do you want to do links? All of those are enabled by default. Yeah. Um, so if I were to run this particular config file, uh, mm -hmm. this is the one I've set up for you, uh, just a, a default migration, mm -hmm. um, not the reset. Yep. I'll show that in a second. It's actually going to migrate work items uh, mm -hmm. from one... Uh, project to another project inside of the same account just for ease of use. So sure. I can just set up a PAT token. This is my test environment. Mm -hmm. So there are no work items yeah. in uh, the target environment. Um, and I'm actually just going to run this. I will uh, let it run. Uh, but it's going to do a couple of things. It's going to load all of the work items from the source. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to create the areas and iterations. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to iterate all of the work over all of the work items and create them. Yep. Um, 
and I don't know if if you're able to spot the stuff going past, it's doing links, it's doing attachments, it's doing uh, all of the things you would like it to do. So cool. Um, this, is like, this is a real deep migration, right? You're going to, all the links, all the, the attachments, all the history if I wanted to, or not if I configure it. So this is a real migration. Yeah, absolutely. There, there are some caveats to that because a lot of stuff is still best effort because that's just how the APIs work. Right. Um, but that migrated, um, and I'll, there, there are only seven work items there, and it took 36 seconds. So you can imagine if you've got 50,000 work items. Most of these work items really have no more than, I think that bug has 16 revisions. Right. 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 But it, I've worked with companies where they have 500 revisions on a oh, work right. item. That's going to, it takes, it takes about two seconds per save. Um, yep. And if you hammer the TFS APIs too heavily, they will throttle you. It will still continue to work, but they will uh, uh, throttle you. Um, so that was a, a, a default migration uh, run. Yep. Uh, and now in here, I should have, as we cross your fingers, um, yeah. I've now got a, a bunch of work items. And if I open up feature one, um, uh, you will see this is the test for Able. Um, so it's, uh, there we go. And there's my child uh, work items linked. And if I go into the history, um, well, I'll need to zoom out a little bit to, to be able to see that. It doesn't work at that zoom level. Uh, but you have the, the original save and then a bunch of different uh, changes. And you can see that the dates are the date that the change actually happened. And I changed the description for you, Abel, at about 9.30 tonight, nice. uh, which was a few hours ago yeah. uh, in there. Sure. Um, so you can see that it migrates all the work items. It does all the comments, all of the attachments, all of the links. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I can find one that has an attachment, but uh, trust me, it does do that. Sure. Um, you can also, uh, one of the things that I think is very useful is if I just run that migration again, it's actually not going to migrate anything. Uh, it looks up all of the work items as it goes through, and it only migrates revisions it has not migrated in the past. So you can have people continue to work. It will not work two-way, only one way. Yep. Uh, it's it's a migration, not a synchronization. Sure. Um, but if I change one work item, it will uh, migrate that one work item as well. Yeah, uh, That's a simple migration, Abel. Mm -hmm. that's, that's uh, I'm on the Scrum template over here. Yep. I want to be on the Scrum template over here. I've made zero customizations, so everything's right. good. Right. If, right, right. if it's the same either side, it will just do it. Like it iterates through all of the fields. But if you have what most organizations have and some crazy person has customized, it up, customized their process up the wazoo, mm -hmm. then you might have to do a bunch of things with mapping uh, fields. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, we have a number of different field maps available that you can create and add, okay. including one that's just regex, create a regex to figure out what you're getting out of this field and what you're putting into that one, merging cool. fields together, yeah. uh, changing drop-down list states, all kinds of stuff. So we have, have those capabilities. Um, that's always a bad idea, customizing your process, mm -hmm. but uh, people do it. So uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then we have a number of other types of migrations as well uh, that we can do. So if I just open up uh, the documentation there, because that's the best place uh, to find this, 
I don't really want to show all of the uh, um, gubbins, but we have a number of different processors okay. uh, that are available. Mm -hmm. uh, the one I just showed was the work item migration. Mm -hmm. uh, but we can also migrate teams and team settings. Okay. So if you've got 30 teams on this project and you want to migrate them across, mm -hmm. uh, you can do it areas and iterations on their own. Mm -hmm. You can delete work items. Mm -hmm. So I've got, I've got 50,000 work items I want to uh, delete. You can do that. Uh, you can update work items in place. So instead of doing a migration update, you can just overwrite work items in place. Okay. That's really good, Abel, when somebody's done a bulk edit and broken, you know, 50,000 work items. I've seen that happen as well. I may have done that once or twice. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, I actually uh, I actually had to write a time machine once for a customer yeah. uh, because they, they overwrote it and we needed to, to regress. Yeah. Um, we can also migrate shared queries mm -hmm. and tests, test suites and plans nice. as well. Very nice. Uh, very nice. The thing we struggle with is uh, test results. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. We can't do test results, but Fair. suites and plans uh, we can bring across. Uh, and I even have a tool in there that allow you to import pictures uh, from Azure Active Directory uh, yeah. when that doesn't happen uh, and do attachments and various other things on their own as well. Wow, man. That is super, super cool, Martin. Look. If you use Azure DevOps Server or Azure DevOps Services, or you still happen to be on some version of TFS, you know how painful it can be trying to move work items across projects, across subscriptions, even across servers, right? And it sure sounds like Martin's Azure DevOps migration tool can be just the solution you're looking for. So for more information, check out those links down below and join us next week for more DevOps Lab. Mm-hmm.